0: Good morning, I'm Debbie Cruz. It's Thursday, September 22nd. Money for new homeless programs was left on the table. More on that next, but first, let's do the headlines. Repairs to a pipeline that's sending millions of gallons of sewage across the border are expected to be completed today. The International Boundary and Water Commission says The flow rate from the busted pipe is estimated at 36 million gallons per day. The leak from the busted pipe started on Monday, just after 693 million gallons flowed across the border during the rain. Helping more San Diegans of color become homeowners is the goal behind a new grant. The Wells Fargo Foundation is providing $7.5 million to the San Diego Housing Commission to pay for credit counseling, down payment assistance, and other services for home buyers of color. A study of San Diego households found home ownership rates of 29% among black households and 35% among Latino households. That's compared with 55% among white households. Several local cities that oppose changes in zoning for low-income housing won't get their day in front of the state Supreme Court. Coronado, Solana Beach, Imperial Beach and Lemon Grove argued that they shouldn't have to change their zoning laws to accommodate the number of housing units set by the regional planning agency, SANDAG. The lower courts disagreed and the cities appealed to the state's highest court, which declined the case and upheld the lower court ruling. From KPBS, you're listening to San Diego News Now. Stay with me for more of the local news you need.
1: KPBS On Demand is supported by Under the Sun Foundation, presenting the Candlewood Arts Festival in Borrego Springs, featuring temporary public art projects that engage community and place. March 23rd, more at CandlewoodArtsFestival.org.
0: Oceanside is the largest recipient of county grants intended to start up homeless shelters. County officials made money available to help stem the crisis unraveling on San Diego streets. But KPBS North County reporter, Tanya Thorne says, millions of dollars are going unused. Earlier this year, the county offered $10 million in grants to cities for projects tackling homelessness. You know, when I introduced this, I thought we'd get 30 or $40 million of requests. And we didn't. We only got requests for half of the funding that we had available. But County Supervisor, Nathan Fletcher, says only three cities applied. He awarded $3 million toward Oceanside's first homeless shelter. Vista and San Diego are the other two cities that got grants. We're also awarding the city of Vista $65,000 for their safe parking lot program and the city of San Diego about a $1 million for a safe parking program. Fletcher says he is re-inviting cities to step up and apply for the $5 million that is still up for grabs. The grants are intended to get programs started, Each city is pitching in its own funds to keep the programs going. Tanya Thorne, KPBS News. New sales of natural gas furnaces and water heaters could soon be a thing of the past. KPBS environment reporter Eric Anderson says state regulators are poised to outlaw them by 2030. The California Air Resources Board, CARB, is
2: expected to take a monumental step Thursday to shrink the state's carbon footprint and reduce nitrogen oxide pollution. That's a key ingredient for creating smog. The panel is widely expected to ban the sale of gas-powered furnaces and hot water heaters. Clean Air advocate Leah Lewis-Prescott is working to eliminate the use of fossil fuels in buildings.
3: This is the binding commitment to doing this, to phasing out fossil fuel
0: appliances.
2: Laura Feinstein is a member of a Bay Area public policy think tank.
0: Homes in buildings. In California, generates four times more nitrogen oxide pollution than California's gas power plants do combined.
2: She says the phase-out plan for gas-powered water heaters and furnaces is part of a sweeping statewide effort to reduce California's carbon footprint. Eric Anderson, KPBS News.
0: Fully electric buses are the centerpiece of a new school transportation center in the East County. KPBS reporter Jacob Ayer was there yesterday as Grossmont Union High School officials unveiled some state-of-the-art clean and green technology. A ribbon-cutting ceremony was held to celebrate Grossmont Union High School District's new Transportation Services Center. The 32,000 square foot facility focuses on green technology for a future of fully electric buses in the district. Mary Beth Kasten is the superintendent of the district. This relentless commitment to resource conservation across the district saves more than $2 million in annual energy costs. The Transportation Services Center will start by running 17 electric buses. That's the first phase of the district's plan to replace 67 diesel-fueled buses over the next 20 years. And the district says all the money that's being saved by using electric buses instead of diesel ones is going back to serve the students. Jacob Ayer, KPBS News. Coming up, engineering the future at UC San Diego. A new building brings new momentum for the school's growing program. We'll have that story and more next, just after the break. Six months ago, a Ukrainian teenager lost his leg to a Russian tank. And now a San Diego prosthetics company is helping him get back on his feet. KPBS reporter Kitty Alvarado was there as he took his first steps on a new leg. These are 16-year-old Ivan Chaban's first
3: steps on his new prosthetic leg. Excellent. Beautiful. He's taking them in Mira Mesa, with prosthetist Peter Harsh. But his home is in Sunni, Ukraine. That's where almost six months ago, his life changed forever. With the help of a translator, he tells us what happened about a month after the Russian invasion.
2: He said a column of enemy Russian vehicles caught up to them. One of the tanks went directly towards them.
3: Ivan's stepfather died in the attack, but Ivan lost part of his leg. The Ukrainian embassy in Washington, D.C. partnered with a San Diego-based Right to Walk Foundation to bring Yvonne to the U.S. Yvonne has big dreams.
2: No, yeah, no, no, she, yeah. I can to go to Hollywood, be an actor.
3: Yvonne still needs a local host family to help him through his recovery so he can make his dream a reality. To send it back to his mom and tell her he's walking. Kitty Alvarado, KPBS News.
0: A new building will open on the campus of UC San Diego tomorrow, housing all kinds of engineers, designing products that have never been seen before. Franklin Antonio Hall is named after the late Qualcomm co-founder, and as KPBS education reporter M.G. Perez tells us, there is already futuristic work being done there. I might
1: represent a remote student um, attending school virtually.
0: That's Alex Chow
1: a graduate student at UC San Diego, working on his master's degree in computer science. He's actually 100 miles away at home in Riverside, remotely operating a new robot that's in development on the campus in La Jolla.
2: So with this robot, you could you know, move the robot around like so,
1: turn around the environment, grab stuff with the arm and the gripper, and basically interact with your classmates to get
0: a more immersive experience
1: of school. Chow is one member of a team of UCSD graduate students, experimenting with this bionic simulated person that could someday soon help children with special needs. Pratusha Ghosh is also on the team, doing research for her PhD dissertation.
2: If they're unable to physically attend school, then they may be able to use this robot to actually actively participate in school as a robot.
1: This group project is happening on the second floor of the brand new Franklin Antonio Hall, named after the late Qualcomm co-founder, who was a UCSD graduate. Antonio donated 30 million of the 180 million dollars it cost to construct the four-story state-of-the-art building designed by engineers to house the next generations of engineers we're bursting at the seams. Albert Pisano was a good friend of Franklin Antonio. He is also the Dean of the UC San Diego Jacobs School of Engineering which has reached a record enrollment of almost 10,000 students. This new building makes room for growth and brings students, professors, researchers, and industry leaders together under one solar-powered roof.
2: So when you sit in this building you are simultaneously motivated to look out and to work within to collaborate and to think big thoughts independently.
1: The building is divided into more than a dozen collaboratories, labs with collaboration going on every day on every floor.
2: Right now we're working on a home robot that can take your groceries and put them away. Henrik
1: Christiansen is director of robotics. He teaches and mentors mechanical and electrical engineering students, and also those who are working on degrees in computer science, who design software to make the magic happen.
2: Now I get to have them all in the same space, and this makes a big difference for them to talk to each other, to really understand how can they complement each other on building products we've never seen before. It isn't your grandfather's engineer anymore, I can assure you that. In the past 10 years,
1: Pisano and his team have led the Jacobs School into the top 10 engineering universities in the country. He says the new home that was built on what used to be a parking lot will keep the school in the top 10, housing research in artificial intelligence, development of powerful, longer-lasting batteries for electric cars,
2: and this. Making thin film sensors even less intrusive than a Band-Aid that not only can understand what's going on with your metabolism, but be powered by the very sweat that your skin exudes. No batteries.
0: Try to move the robot towards the target.
1: The learning curve and vibe running through Antonio Hall is just getting started as unpacking and setup continues. There is no social distancing here, engineers are working side by side and face to face. As the saying goes, if you build it, they will come. And they have.
2: Pisano has the welcome mat out. The world is filled with issues that need to be addressed now. A workable solution now is better than a perfect solution later. So the
1: future is now, and it's happening in real time. M.G. Perez, KPBS
2: News.
0: Tonight in Encinitas, the Salento Surf Festival is kicking off with the Australian documentary Facing Monsters. KPBS film critic Beth Hakamondo has this review. Facing Monsters profiles surfer Kirby Brown, who rides the intimidating slab waves found in West Australia. It's got these mutant,
2: crazy pieces of water and these waves that come out of really deep water onto these really shallow rock ledges and they're really quite unpredictable and rogue I guess you would call them and I'm looking for these different pieces of water to try and try and ride basically
0: facing monsters conveys the beauty and terror of that experience in stunning footage but the film explores more than just the waves brown surfs it takes a deep dive into his personal life and how the ocean offers him solace but his pursuit of dangerous waves creates tensions in his family I just really wanted it to be
2: just a really raw honest, look into my life really I'm not trying to sugarcoat anything it's I don't feel like it's trying to glorify what I do it's just it's just a straight up look into this is kind of what I'm doing
0: in the hope that it might help take someone from a dark place to a better one Facing Monsters launches its U.S. theatrical run at the Salento Surf Festival Beth Accomando KPBS News That's it for the podcast today. As always, you can find more San Diego news online at kpbs.org. I'm Debbie Cruz. Thanks for listening and have a great day.